0: Welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it, except this week, which is Oscar week. So we thought we would go through some of our favorites for the show coming up uh, next Monday. I'm Mel, I'm Katie, and we're your hosts. So uh, we've decided on a rough format for this, which is basically we've taken the full list of Oscar nominations (laughs) from the Oscars.com website and we're going to work from the bottom up. Um, Just quickly, I I love Oscar season and I get very excited about it every year, even though I know they're problematic. (laughs)
1: Yes, they are. I'm sure you feel the same. Um, Yeah, no, of course. Like, because the Oscars are sort of the, I mean, sometimes they're wrong and sometimes they are problematic last year with the Oscars, so white stuff, really huge problems. But at the same time, like, this determines a lot of stuff as well. These are important, whether or not – you want to acknowledge it, whether or not you think it should be important. It is important. And I know it's a lot about campaigning and all of that sort of stuff, but it is important in terms of where people's careers go and what we look forward to and what you can you know, tell about the politics of Hollywood and also what, um, what kind of movies we're going to be getting in the future, what's going to be successful, what isn't, who's going to be successful, who isn't, that sort of stuff. Mm. So it is interesting and it is important. Yeah. And also it's really, really fun to speculate about these movies and we've seen a lot of them this year. Yeah. So and, and we don't follow sports, so this is our Super Bowl. <laughs> that is also true. We do not follow sports.
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, so from on the, the list on oscar.go.com of, of the full list of nominees, the bottom of the page starts with... Best Original Screenplay. It does. And nominees are Hello or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, and 20th Century Women. Um, I, I can't say I'm particularly invested in any of these winning. No,
1: um, we haven't seen the lobster and twentieth century, twentieth century women. We would have seen twentieth century women if it had come out here, Indeed. um, but it has not. It is a movie that I'm looking forward to seeing. Mm. Um, and uh, the lobster. Everybody keeps telling me to watch, and I'm just not sure if I can handle it.
0: Mm. Yeah, people who have seen it love it, but it sort of passed us by, and then we didn't. people.
1: Some people who have seen it love it. It is very polarizing. It is a very weird movie. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure. I mean. You know, maybe I'll eventually watch it, but it seems to be really strange and mm. be getting a nomination for the strangeness of it. Yeah. Um, which, um, yeah, I think this one, I personally think this one um, has to be Manchester by the Sea or La La Land. Mm. Um, I think it'll probably go to Manchester by the Sea unless they do the La La Land sweep.
0: Yeah, I think so too because I don't think La La Land is going to, like it's already set a record of nominations. I don't think it'll win every category that it's in. Um. I, yeah, my two favourites for this would be Hello High Water and Manchester by the Sea. But I think you're right; it's either Manchester or La La Land. Well, Hello High Water just hasn't had enough. Like it, it no. th- that it was nominated at all is a surprise to
1: people. So I don't think it's got enough um momentum behind it. No. Manchester by the Sea isn't going to win a lot of things, but a lot of people love it. Mm. So um, I have a feeling that it might go to that as like a cons a, Consolation prize. Thank you. I was like conciliatory. That's wrong. Mm. Consolation prize. Um. Yeah. For not getting all the nominees that pe- all, yeah. all the nominations people um, thought it would get. Yeah. Fair enough. Plus Kenneth Lonergan wrote the script and directed, and people like him. So. Yeah.
0: And he's not going to get the director award. No. So, yeah. All right. So the next category is Adapt Best Adapted Screenplay, and our choices are Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, or Moonlight.
1: Um, Moonlight has to win this, right? I hope so. Like, you know, they're probably not going to give Best Picture to Moonlight. Um, Kill me. And uh, they're probably not going to give it all the other awards it deserves. And uh, this is its category. Mm. I mean… Other than,
0: yeah, other than Best Picture, which it's probably going to win. But… I hope so. God, I hope so. uh, Yeah. I mean, Arrival is wonderful and it's a wonderful adaptation, but it doesn't have the momentum behind it. Fences is a bit of a yawn, as far as everyone everything I've heard. Hidden Figures is the crowd pleaser, but no, <laughs> there's nothing new in that. And Lion is good, but the adaptation's not good. In fact, it surprises me that this is what Lion is up for. I know that Lion has its fans, but of all the weak points in Lion, the weak point is the writing, the yeah. way the story is put together. So I don't understand. Yeah, I think I think Moonlight's the one to be beat on this too.
1: I mean, Arrival is wonderful, but I don't think it can compete with Moonlight on a script front.
0: Well, my, Arrival as a technical adaptation of a story, it actually did some really interesting things with the short story that it came from. In terms of, in the short story that it came from, what is the twist in the movie is revealed right up front. So they actually kind of turned it all, turned the whole book around, and worked out a way of making it work, which I think is interesting. But that is interesting. But what are, what are people it's, quoting? Yeah, no, it's not. It's it, it's not going to win.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, so I, I just think Moonlight's going to win that. And I hope Moonlight wins it because I want Moonlight to win all the categories that it's up yeah. for and all the categories that it's not up for. I just want Moonlight to win all of the Oscars. Um, I wrote my review of Moonlight last night, actually, mm. and I was struggling to not just write, this movie is so, so good, go see it, like, 50 yeah. times. I was just... It's um, so good.
0: It's oh, so well, good. the next category is my favourite. <laughs> is it? Well, for this this Oscars, this is, like, I think, the strongest category of the night, visual effects um Deepwater Horizon, Doctor Strange, The Jungle Book, Kubo and the Two Strings and Rogue One. Yeah, the visual effects are good in all those movies. Yeah. I mean, there's no question. Like I, I don't care who wins that. Anyone could win that and I would be happy for them.
1: Um I really want Kubo and the Two Strings to win that partly because I don't there's something about how animated movies haven't or stop motion mm-hmm. animated movies haven't been nominated for that before, um, and Kubo looks so good and is such an unusual kind of entry into this list. Yeah, and I Kubo have a feeling
0: unlikely to win best animation, which
1: it's also yeah. up for. So, but I have a feeling that um, either Rogue One or Jungle Book is going to win this.
0: Yeah, because Jungle Book is so effects heavy, but everybody loves Star Wars. Everybody loves Star Wars, and Jungle Book was a good gr- crowd pleaser as well. Deepwater mm. Horizon and Doctor Strange are both excellent, but they're not the type of movies that normally get rewarded. So, I th- I'm with you on that.
1: Yeah, uh, and uh, I mean, it's just, it's such a good category. Mm. You're right. I mean, the, any of those could win and they'd all be worthy winners. That's Although right. Although I think Deepwater Horizon may be less than all the other ones just because it's less effect heavy. Yes. Um, but
0: yeah. Mm, I would agree. Okay, next category. We're just going to power through these because if... If we don't keep ourselves on schedule, we will just talk for hours. Uh, the next category is sound mixing. And, yeah, I also have strong feelings about this because um, this is also quite a good – it's actually quite a decent field. Um, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Rogue One, and 13, th- 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Which we haven't seen. No. Um, right.
1: Of the other ones,
0: like – well, you haven't also seen Hacksaw Ridge. No. Um, it's a war of movie. It. Of course, the war movies. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't mind watching it because I really love Andrew Garfield. As much as I have trouble with Mel Gibson, I really love Andrew Garfield. That's the exact same and reason the, that I am. And the story is interesting. Also, if you're a war movie, sound editing and sound mixing are like, you know, that's your bread and butter to do that right. So, it's in with the chance because this year is all about the rehabilitation, rehabilitation of Mel Gibson. Um, I think <laughs> like… Rogue One deserves it. Rogue One's not up for sound editing, but it's Star Wars. And Star Wars has the most distinctive and excellent sound mixing of like, any major movies. Like you can hear the sound of a TIE fighter versus an X-Wing and you know what that sound is without looking at it, without anything. They're so distinctive. They're so um, they're so particular. You hear mm. – the Star Wars has a sound to it, all the different ways a blaster sounds versus – um, the different weapons that come from different types of ships and stuff lightsabers,
1: like and 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 yeah. and like there's this thing. Um, I think we talked about this when we saw Rogue One, or I think I did. Um, mm. which is like when they're in the um Empire compound, you hear one of those little droids go past that does the do 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 thing, which you hear on the Death Star, mm. and that's like this instant sound connection to the Death Star without doing anything that takes anything away, like distracts from the story or anything. Mm. It's so clever and so con- like concise and brilliant and, and so cohesive mm. that it just, it yeah, it's brilliant. Um, and I actually have problems with the sound mixing in both Arrival and La La Land um, La La Land, the lyrics and the, you know, they don't sing loud
0: enough. No. Um, because the sound they're all edit terrible. But in La La Land is good though, but not the sound mix. Yeah.
1: So that frustrates me in La La Land, and in Arrival, you know, I had problems with the sound mix. Oh yeah, because we Because I do. hate when the the um soundtrack the score is so loud over the top of the film, and it drives me crazy. Mm. And I know a lot of people have – I've actually had a lot of arguments about Arrival with this because a lot of people are saying, well, this is, like, the best way to make Arrival because it's all memory and it's drifty and that sort of thing. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't hear. No. And I understand that, but I want to be able to hear the movie and I want to be able to see what's happening. So Mm.
0: I find that frustrating. I don't want that to win. I would also like Rogue One to win this category. Yeah, I think it's deserved. Um, The next category is sound editing, which is similar but different – And that's Arrival, Deepwater Horizon, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, and Sully. Um, Yeah, I just as I just said, La La Land has an excellent sound edit. Um, Yeah, we've seen four of these. We've really seen a lot of these movies. We haven't seen. Oh, you've seen four of these. I never saw saw Sully. Sully. This also Deepwater Horizon had a good sound edit too. Um, But Arrival, I I didn't think it was anything special. But mm. well, again, it depends on what you like, really.
1: I think yeah, like the style of the sound for Arrival, I don't like. Um, but a lot of other people do. I thought Deepwater Horizon sounded good. I think La La Land mm. on this front is good. Um, Sully we, also was good. So
0: Yeah. I think we mentioned Deepwater Horizon for the sound edit when we reviewed it as yeah, well. Yeah, that, La that La Land it sounded also. good. Yeah. Probably La La Land is going to get take that one, unless it's Hacksaw Ridge. Um, I, the other ones I can't see winning it. Um, okay. We can't really comment on short best short film, film. We haven't seen any live of these. Action? No, or short film animated. We don't know anything about any of no. these. Uh, but the next one is production design. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I think you'll have feelings about this one. This is – the the five nominees are Arrival, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Hail Caesar, La La Land, and Passengers. We've seen all of these except Passengers. Thank God we haven't seen Passengers, though. Like, I'd rather die. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, Passengers – this is like a pity nomination for Passengers. It's not going to win. Um
1: but to nominate Passengers for anything is so gross.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's a pity nomination for Hail Caesar, really, too.
0: Yeah, I mean – yeah, Hail is if you're going to pick it for anything, production design is probably the place to go. But, I mean, really, it's between Fantastic Beasts and La La Land. Oh,
1: uh, and I, th- I, wouldn't I wouldn't count out Arrival, actually, no, given you, how popular yeah. Arrival's
0: been, and this is mm.
1: kind of a pity category. Lala La Land Land, again, if they sweep. um, The production design on Fantastic Beasts is really good. Yeah. Um, I think it'd
0: be between Arrival and La, La Land because they have more nominations. <laughs> yeah, and fantastic bases, you know, commercial and all that kind of stuff.
1: I don't I don't really feel the production design on La La Land that much though, to be honest. No. Um the costuming costumes stuff. Totally. But production
0: like, design, meh.
1: Some of it's really good. The lighting and all that sort of stuff is really beautiful and the way they use colours. And but I think production design for La, La Land is there for that um American in Paris montage thing at the end of it.
0: Oh, that's right. y- you know yeah. when they
1: go through all the different stages and all their yeah. all their that imaginary life. That's what that's really there for. And if it wins, it's winning for that. Mm, yeah. So I think La La Land will probably win it, but yeah, I wouldn't not, count out Arrival La- entirely, given that yeah. it's got a lot of nominations, but probably won't win many of them. Mm.
0: Um, I think music original song is is next. The songs are. Audition, The Fools Who Dream from La La Land, Can't Stop the Feeling from Trolls, City of Stars from La La Land, The Empty Chair from Jim the James Foley Story, and How Far I'll Go from Moana. You said from Trolls. My kids love that song. They request it constantly.
1: They adore it. And it's actually a really good song. It's like oh. this kind of like early 90s bop from Justin Timberlake. It's right. really cute. It's, um, so
0: it's the fun one. Um, The thing, I mean… Lin-Manuel Miranda, if he wins this, becomes an EGOT. I don't think he's going to. I Not think just an EGOT. he was also won a, P- a and Pulitzer, Pulitzer and, and
1: uh, the um, McCarthy grant.
0: Yeah, um, so. yeah. yeah. But he, um, I don't think, is going to win. It's a good song too. But he's got C- other Oscars. City of Stars by Pasek and Paul from La La Land is going to win this. I yes. don't think it, it's, it's won everything in the lead up. Look, how? Uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to have other opportunities
1: to win the Oscar. Mm-hmm. There's no way. I mean, yeah. he's doing Mary Poppins soon. Like, yeah. You know, he's he's
0: going to have plenty of opportunities. And and Pasek and Paul are
1: breaking out at the moment. And but the other thing so, is that
0: How Far I'll Go
1: isn't the strongest song in Moana. no so like it's not even the best song it's not like it's let it go it's not even the best song in the movie so to put that one up i think is probably not the best option um yeah city of stars is going to win this everybody loves city of stars it's a good song even if ryan gosling can't sing it well so there's i actually think audition's a better song
0: but oh you know who's singing city of stars at the ceremony john legend he's doing both the songs from la la land so that is going to be amazing Yay! That's Who's good. the only one who can sing in that? Who's movie? singing? How far? How far I'll go? Do you know? I don't actually. I had thought it might have been Auli Corvallo doing it. Well, that's good. Yeah, I think she's doing it. Um, Although, and of course, I don't know if she can sing live. Of course, it'll be interesting to see. Justin Timberlake will do the the troll song. I, oh, yeah. I was insulting trolls, not the song, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But um, <laughs> um, but no, it's it's actually a good song, and the kids love and it. And Justin Timberlake has been campaigning hard. He has been everywhere for this song and this movie trying to get this Oscar. So, um, I, like, I don't, I don't think he's, he's going to not going to get it. I don't think he's going to win. Not up against La La Land oh, in, no. a, in a musical. He has <laughs> hustled to get this nomination, though. Yeah. He's not going to win, though. All right. So, original song, music, original score. Oh, you're going to have thoughts about this. <laughs> uh, Jackie, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Passengers. Passengers, another pity nomination. We know what's going to win this, right? Well... <laughs> There's no
1: chance. It's, it's a it's musical La La Land. movie.
0: Yeah, no. Jackie's got a good score, let down by a bad sound mix. I,
1: no, I didn't like the score well, because it's
0: so repetitive and so loud. I, think Jackie's, and so... I actually thought Jackie's score was good. Okay. Um, and Jackie's score is it's like very popular. Jackie's right now, got it. yeah, and it's it's got a female composer, which is very That's rare. Bad. That's like as rare as female cinematographers yeah. um but yeah la la land is going to win um moonland but has also a good lion score. i didn't think
1: had that good score moonlight no. does have a good score but i feel like we've seen movies with better scores dr strange had a better score than most of these yeah. movies like you know i, I think we've seen yeah. movies with better scores than a couple of these in the yeah. last year i mean if anything even arrival had a better like if you're going to go for one of the scores that has that overwhelming feeling i thought arrival was better than jackie Mm. So, this is an odd choice yes. as far well, as Well, I think
0: it's between Jackie and La La Land, but it's almost like if you're a, a bookmaker, you wish the odds on La La Land would be so small. As it's to... a musical. Yeah, it's nothing else is going to win. And the score is great. Yes. And it's jazz. Oh, there's no chance. Yeah. That just La La, La Land is chance. winning that one. That's yeah. easy. Um, okay. So, the next category is makeup and hairstyling. And this is an the interesting weirdest category. group of nominees. Um, a man called Ove. Star Trek Beyond and Suicide Squad. This is the weirdest
1: category, I swear. This year, because a, nothing that you think would be nominated for this is in there. B, why these three? Like, we've actually sort of heard a bit of why these three movies. Apparently, a man called Over, or however you pronounce it, I'm
0: so sorry. Well, a man um, it, it, is that the the main actor is actually a young man. <laughs> yeah, it's an aging makeup, and it's up for best foreign language film. It's. I suspect it's a bit of a feel good one, so it's probably in there because people have watched it among the foreign language films that they've watched, and and yet yeah, that's for the aging makeup. Um, Suicide Squad's in there because they campaigned really hard, and because um, God, what's his name? Adewale Akinnuoye couldn't um, he was allergic to latex and he had to wear all that makeup under his uh for, to play the whatever character croc. he was playing, the croc Killer Croc character. So basically, the makeup team had to invent a new way of doing latex makeup on him. so Instead of just recasting the role. That's why they're – well, he's a good actor and I like him. Anyway, so that's um, – they sort of campaigned among other makeup artists. For that. Star Trek Beyond, I mean, I that's guess the it's only one that sci-fi I and interesting. It's the kind of thing that gets nominated in makeup because – it isn't getting nominated anywhere else. Like, it's a bit like visual effects, really. Yeah. It's kind of – it gives a blockbuster a shot.
1: And they do good – they always do good makeup on – and it says oh, you know, Oh, and the
0: The Star Trek hair team has consistently done amazing work since 1966. <laughs> so, for body of work, the Star Trek makeup t- hair team.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, Jackie's not in this. Oh. Jackie's not in this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's insane. The wig work in Jackie alone should get it a nomination in makeup and, and hairstyle. Uh, honestly, like I know her hair is great in that. And so, is, but so is La Lala Land, yeah, La, 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 La Land has good, really
0: good hair I mean, and makeup. It's just shocking to me um, that this is the these are the Fantastic options? Beasts has amazing makeup and hair.
1: Right, like this is a weird, weird category that and they I, have not nominated a lot of things that they could really have nominated for it. Yeah, very, very, strange. and there's only three they they didn't even like put in extra pity nominations for those things
0: they just put yeah. these 3 but we think makeup and costume for some weird reason i'm guessing sexism because they're all they're female dominated um only end up ever have 3 nominations it's a bit like until a few years ago um animation only had 3 nominations as well well this is it's stupid yeah, <laughs> it's stupid because they work so hard and they, there's so many examples of really good work as well i know
1: and um, like off the top of our heads we can think of a bunch that could go in here like, really, mm. but Jackie's not in here, Jackie deserves the win for this,
0: yeah, and costumes, but anyway, mm. I mean,
1: apparently all the go like all the ravers is a man called Ervo, so yeah, all the rage. All the
0: rage, yeah. That's what I was going for. That seems for. to have the, the momentum behind it, the ageing job and the fact people like the movie. Um, the next category is foreign language film, but we've not seen any of these. I just – oh, but before we
1: move on, um, I oh, just sorry. hope Suicide Squad doesn't win that. Oh, yeah. That God, Because no. Suicide Squad does not win, deserve any
0: Oscars. I don't care no. how hard the makeup and hairstyle team worked.
1: No. Because
0: – Because forever and a day from now on, if they win something, it'll be Oscar-winning movie, Suicide Squad. Right, which makes me want to die. And you just can't – we just can't have that. Right. Um –
1: yeah, so we don't haven't seen any of the best foreign language films. No. But we believe The Salesman is probably going to take yeah. it based on the controversy around it.
0: Yes, that's right. And um, there's an Australian movie nominated. Yeah, Tanner. Yep, and um, Tony Erdman apparently also is quite good. It's a German one. Um, but, yeah, we haven't seen any of these. So, yeah. All right, next one is Film Editing and the nominees are Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Hello High Water, La La Land and Moonlight. I would say
1: I don't know. I think La La Land actually was really well edited. I think we actually talked about that yes. when we saw it. It um it's very nicely edited. It's uh and, and there's certain things like the the shot around um Emma Stone when she sings the audition is so good and things mm. like that. And that that American in Paris sort of montage at the end and things like that. Mm. Um I think
0: Arrival could also take this yeah um
1: it's moonlight I, is actually really well edited we talked about win.
0: arrivals editing um when we did it it's got some very deliberate editing choices yeah um which are designed to make you put put you off a little bit but it's deliberate hacksaw ridge again it's a war movie and so if you're a war movie and you can't get in for editing what can you get in for <laughs> Hello, hi, high water, yeah, good but i think ugh, la la land is probably going to win this um, um but
1: moonlight especially like um you know the the um the final scene, the final act in the diner, mm. um, with all those close-ups and the the way that you know the fact that, that you don't
0: get bored in that half hour two hander,
1: <laughs> yeah. And half the, uh, a lot of the time as well, that movie with the close-ups when they're not talking but you can hear their voices and things mm. like that. It's got really clever, really interesting editing, mm. um, that I really liked. As I, does I feel like it also deserves it. So yeah. I think actually
0: those three all probably yeah. deserve editing. And, <laughs> and Hell or High Water, I think, is quite good too. It. Um, Moonlight does it better but it does some of the set same sort of stuff yeah um, but yeah I think La La Land has it um, the next one is documentary short subject which we haven't watched any of these nope. uh, and the, and then documentary feature we've just watched 13th um, because we're going to do an episode on it but we haven't seen any of the others which are Fire at Sea I Am Not Your Negro Life Animated and OJ Made in America I think if it's not 13th it's going to be OJ made in America, but
1: but OJ's not a documentary. It's a mini series that they've decided to like screen once all together and then campaign for best documentary, which is kind of awful.
0: Um, yes, that's it's not. That's it's an che- eight-hour movie. Yeah, like, I think that's cheating. That's ridiculous. No. Um, and Thirteenth is well, we'll get to it next week, but it's quite good. Um, and I the others. Um, it's I don't important. Know. Yes,
1: <laughs> but I'm sure I am not your Negro is also important. Yeah. Um And I don't know the other ones well no. enough. Life Animated seems like maybe it's not important and therefore, like, yeah. it, um, not important, you know, with a capital I as in like, <laughs> this is an important subject that everybody should know about right now and everybody feels very serious about mm. Um, is kind of what I, like, most best documentaries are like that. Yeah. They're very serious. They're very self, like, you know, they're very important and they're very
0: mm.
1: topical and.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's. That's probably it. Um, not a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, now we get into the big categories: um, directing, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Um, I think we know what's going to win this, and I think we know what I think deserves to win this. So. Yeah, La La Land is going to win. Moonlight deserves it. I mean, I think Arrival and Manchester by the Sea are pretty well directed too, but whatever. But they're fine. They're not. Yeah, it's, I think Damien Chazelle has the momentum has it in a bag behind him. Um, and it is well directed, but I mean. Like I
1: was just – I was just writing about both those movies last night. I did mm. – I wrote both r- – the reviews for both of them and even just thinking about them, the way that Moonlight builds is so good mm-hmm. and it, like La La Land is a much better second half than first half, right? And it does look great.
0: And the performances he gets in Moonlight. Oh, Especially my out God. of the kids. Like those performances out of those teenage boys. are So good. But wow. Also, I was and, writing- and the adults, but like out of two teenage boys to get that level of – and the little boy too. Yeah, and of Alex it sort of, Yeah, that that level of um performance out of them. I know, and
1: but there's all these other even like the but even the people who weren't major characters. Like I talked about how the bully was really good in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I was writing about it last night and the way that each segment is kind of distinct, but also cohesive is so brilliant to me. Like the first one's all this like drifty kind of handheld cameras. Um It's soft colors. It's the fog of memory. The second act is so harsh and so like high contrast. And mm. it's, it's like, kind of almost documentary-esque, just following around behind Chiron and it's um, all about like the brutality of that era of his life. And the third act is all bright colours and tight close-ups and still cameras and it's all about that kind of the, you know, the harshness of his life compared to the closure that he gets at the end of that. And it's so cleverly put together and it's so beautiful, but it also all... Feels like the same movie. Mm. Um, and there's these shots that just, uh, I mean, there's these shots in La La Land also that are just gorgeous. Like I talked about the audition mm. scene. Um, but the, the, you know, their first, their dance scene together in, with her in the yellow dress is really beautifully shot. Um, even if they can't dance. The planetarium one. The planetarium one's okay. I think people are a little, I, I didn't think that's as great as, people think it is but the dinner scene is really good the dinner scene is really really well directed as it closes in on them and the light is so like gets Mm -hmm. harsher and and the sound of the the fire alarm interrupts Mm. them and stuff and and they hold the camera in this one doorway when she leaves and he comes into that's all really good so i i do think it's well shot but i mean i i don't think you can make an argument that that's better than moonlight Mm, you know because moonlight People don't appreciate how good the directing is in Moonlight yeah. because it does that kind cool. of driving pace
0: towards that end goal that's so good. And La La Land is kind of like Damien Chazelle's had a couple, he has been up for this a couple of times in the last couple of years, and he's very technically excellent. Yeah. And, but that also means show offy. <laughs> like his technical stuff is all on show. But He's all about not being show offy. But he is. And his, his technical skill is all on show and that's probably why he's going to win from the directing branch um, other than that the momentum is with him that the other directors will be like oh that's so clever Mm. I'm mad at him again as well because
1: I, I read an article that was like oh we spent so many time I mean we spent so much time listening to voices to cast even the small roles in this movie and I'm like you did and this is what you got? Mm. I'm so mad. <laughs> but, yeah, I and for that alone, I don't want him to win. No. You know, just for that alone, because he made that choice and because it's a bad choice, I don't want him to win. Yeah. Barry mm. Jenkins didn't make any bad choices.
0: No. All right. So the next one is another favourite of ours. Costume design, allied, fantastic beasts and where to find them, Florence Foster Jenkins, Jackie and La La Land. I think Jackie
1: should take this.
0: Yes, I agree. Jackie… Definitely for the win on this. Um, La La Land's costumes are gorgeous, though. I'll give it that. And we actually, oh, sorry, it's Allied, not Arrival. I was like, and we we mentioned Arrival's costumes when we did. It's actually Allied, not Arrival. So yeah, that's who cares? a period That's movie. a period piece. Fantastic Beasts obviously is like a. Also a period movie mixed with magic. Yeah, so that and that's kind of a sentimental sort of fave And it did look amazing. And it's Colleen Atwood. Yes, exactly. And she's won a lot of these. Yes.
1: But um, I don't – I mean, it's they're good, but I think Jackie and La La Land are probably yeah. – La La Land is very um specific in this kind of – this aesthetic that it's trying to create that's like out of time but still timely. And Re-
0: really clever references to old movies as yeah. well. Like um, I was watching a video about an Ingrid Bergman dress that they sort of – referenced and obviously we talked about the um the broadway mel- medley from singing in the rain yeah the green dress yeah um, that is, dress um and citrus in in yeah. singing in the rain and so That's there's some very clever references in the costuming but jackie's costume and jackie's probably not going to win anything else yeah and it's really strong in its costuming yeah.
1: really well done recreating all of those really iconic costumes jackie you should win but, this
0: yeah and also um creating them in in the way that Jackie actually wore them. There's something about the way they're tailored or not tailored um, and she shrinks inside her clothes kind of thing. And they, they get so many hero shots too Yeah, just so, for the clothes. Uh, yeah, Jackie, um, hopefully for the win on this, if not La La Land. But Jackie, please.
1: Oh, cinematography is next. And yes. this was one that we actually also really love this year because yeah. the cinematography for all the movies we've seen from this is incredible.
0: Yeah. Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight and Silence. So that is a really strong field. I haven't seen Silence because – Three hours long and it's about Catholic priests. Um, and I have a life, but the well, other also, that is Silence, such a strong
1: figure. one of the main things people are talking about is cinematography, as you can see from it not being nominated for anything else. Yeah. Um, Moonlight, um, La La Land, and Arrival have all got such good cinematography. Yeah. I know I I have a problem with the low-light style in Arrival, but, like, that hero shot of the ship is so worth it oh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And, like, f- the way that the insider shot when they do the, the um ink
0: on the... Yeah. yeah. And we talked about it when we did it, and Bradford Young, who's nominated for Arrival, is only the second man of colour to ever be nominated in the cinematography um, for the cinematography Oscar, no woman has ever been nominated. Only because they won't
1: nominate. What is it, Maurice? For, yeah, what's Maurice. Her name?
0: What's her face? But for Creed. N- but not it? just that. Like the cinematography branch is one of the Albert whitest and malest branches of the Academy. Yeah. it's it's right up there with um. We're we talking about music, anyway. Writing as well, but cinematography is incredibly white and incredibly male. And Bradford Young for Arrival is only the second black man ever to be nominated. So I, I'm. Rooting for him, I think. Also, Arrival is an excellent movie. That's probably not going to win in a lot of the other categories. So probably, if it's going to get anything, this is where it probably has a shot, or in yeah. one of the editing categories. But um, I mean,
1: the cinematography in La La Land and Moonlight—it's so so
0: good. good. They look so good. They
1: look. Um, I mean, I've been reblogging a lot of stuff from Moonlight, seen a lot of stuff from La La Land, and both of them. Just like you can pick out all of these stills that could just be paintings. They're uh, so beautiful. That that shot of his of um, Naomi Harris in Moonlight when she's yelling at him and the harsh
0: red light is like Ooh. unbelievable, the shot of him being held in the water. Mm. and oh, Every week when when we do this episode, I find a a picture to put up on as the cover picture on our Facebook page mm. and Moonlight and La La Land was just and an arrival as well. just had this wealth of pictures yeah. that you could use. Some weeks, like we did Manchester by the Sea last week and it was really hard to find a nice picture yeah. to use, Um, but those ones are great. But even Lion, that first hour... Is incredibly good. Yeah, this, the, the problem with Lion is that
1: the second half. Yes, yeah. the, the second two thirds let it down so much. But yeah, that first part is really good, and, and part of it is really good cinematography. Um, mm. but yeah, I don't see how. Like, I don't know. I think La La Land's probably going to win it, just as the yeah. part of this sweep that it's it, getting. It it's
0: probably is. Um,
1: yeah. But I think that all three of those are such good cinematography and I mm. think they deserve it. And they, they look so good. They yeah. just look like – the the level of cinematography that has been coming out recently is so high. Mm. Um, yes. And it's really great. It's really nice to go see movies that are so beautiful.
0: Mm. Yeah. The next category That's is – That's just really praise for cinematography in yeah. general at the moment.
1: It's really good. <laughs> I
0: think it's good. <laughs> people are people are doing different things and trying new stuff. Um, the next category is animated feature film. And colors are back.
1: Yeah,
0: it's nice. Oh, it's so nice. Um, Animated feature film, Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life as a Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia.
1: I have feelings about this one. So the the real um, contenders here are Zootopia, Moana, and Kubo. Um, I'm sure the other two are very sweet. We haven't seen them, but I don't think they're real contenders. No. Um, I probably obviously would hope that it goes to K- Kubo and the Two Strings because um, I loved it so much mm. and it looks so good. But I'd rather Zootopia get it than Moana because Zootopia had so much to say. Zootopia was a good film. And it looks really good. And it holds up too. It holds up. It's so kind of clever. It's so different. And Moana's not. For all the things that like, you know – that it does right all the um, cultural stuff and it's pretty, but it's it doesn't have anything new to say. It doesn't give us anything new. Um, Zootopia really is this interesting film for young people to watch. It's really mm. challenging their views of the world and things like that. And so I would prefer that it win.
0: Yeah, I think Zootopia is going to take this out. I think it's taken out all the lead up ones. Good. Um, I yeah, I think Kubo. Like, you know, if this were an objective contest would surely win because it is an excellent film. But no, I think Zootopia is going to take this. No problem.
1: I actually don't think Kubo has as much to say as Zootopia either, but it looks so good. Mm. Um, Also, Kubo and the Two Strings, the score for that is one of the only scores in the last year that has immediately gone into my writing playlist Uh. because I loved it so much. Not nominated for best score, but Passengers is. Yeah. (sighs) Just to, you know remind you that Passengers is nominated for yeah. their score and all
0: these other movies that have better scores are not. There's apparently this really good anime movie that I cannot remember the name of. It's called like Once More or something. No, no. Um, My Life. Will, what, how? What is it? Oh, God. Your Life. Something like that. Yeah, anyway, people were going on about and that missed out while these other two I make, think, are here to make up the numbers. I believe
1: part of that is like a timing thing. mm yeah, it just kind of seems to have missed out. Yeah, it just didn't. I don't think it got the release or the attention. But people love it. Yeah, it's people very really, sad. Really, really like it. Yeah, but it's just it was bad luck, I think, this year yeah, for that it just, one. It, it was the same thing with um, what is it? The Handmaiden mm. um didn't oh, get yeah. nominated for best foreign language film, and part of that like China didn't think it was going to do as well. As, or China or Korea? Korea, sorry. Your name. Your
0: name There's, is the anime film I'm trying to think of. That's it. Yeah, that um, everyone really loves and, and just didn't get the attention. Yeah. Well, The Handmaiden, again, it's one that it, it was in like one arty cinema in our town for like a day and then disappeared. Yeah, very disappointingly. We really wanted to see that. And it just, we just didn't even, it went went before we even had a chance to get yeah. to it.
1: and that was like a kind of, I mean, the director is somebody that is famous, but at the same time it was kind of a surprise that it did as well as it did. Mm. And so they they put up a different film for best foreign language and yeah. uh, The Handmaiden might have actually been in there if they'd bothered to put that one up as their film. but Yeah,
0: it's called, well, Best Foreign Language Film kind of sucks because each country can only put one film in, yeah, which, which is just ridiculous. seems ridiculous. Like, there are thousands of films that come out in foreign languages every year. Like, but it shouldn't be based would... on what country you're from. Like, if there, if there are two excellent German films in one year, then why shouldn't they both be nominated? Right,
1: and you would think that what they do is they'd look at which films have, like, taken off, which films mm. have been successful in the last year rather than – which film a government has decided was their best film of the year. That's a weird sort of structure. And you're right. And and also what they know about it?
0: It's mostly governments because in most countries outside of America, films have got to be supported by like – subsidized because right. yeah so it's like a government body deciding which film it is it's a bizarre goes, concept so i it's bizarre and and there's so
1: many and, famous famous like foreign language movies that haven't even had a look in at the no, oscars just
0: because, because their country didn't nominate them because right they couldn't because there's like two of two films in one year oh boy but i mean the biggest like foreign language film
1: i've heard of in the last year the films have been um the um, Handmaiden and the Mermaid, and, and neither of
0: them were yeah. nominated. So no. the Mermaid is amazing, by the way. Yeah. So I, that's one of the bizarre categories. Yeah. Um. Sorry. So back to the actual list, which was actress in a supporting role. Um. Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. Um. This one is pretty much Viola Davis's. It's in the bag. Yeah. Don't- She's the lead. She is the lead. Um, we haven't seen Fences, but she's clearly the lead in that film, um, which is one of those really stupid rules around the Academy where any performance can be nominated for either supporting or best. And they just – they're like, whatever, you choose. It's up to the branch. Um, and I, while Viola Davis absolutely deserves an Oscar and absolutely, like, is – Going to be a deserving winner, not necessarily for this film, but for body of work. And also, but she could take she could, she could take, the, take lead, the lead. But the, the I think early, when they were starting the campaigns for this, the best actress race looked um, like it was going to be tight. Yeah, it had it, it looked like it had a really good group. Um, and so I guess they they decided to campaign for her. For this I feel
1: like the the best supporting actress group is terrific. It's just uh, well, that like there's no chance for anybody else one up, of up these against. Women Rola Davis
0: did a really good job in those roles yeah, as well. Yeah, we've seen all of those. Like Naomi Harris is excellent in Moonlight. Nicole Kidman is excellent in Light. And Octavia Spencer is great in Hidden Figures and Michelle Williams, who watched last week in Manchester by the Sea, is amazing. I so, think it's strange that
1: only Octavia Spencer got the notice for Hidden Figures when, when
0: Taraji it's really, was fantastic as well. Yeah,
1: and it's really the three of them together that make it work. Yeah. But they won the although, SAG, so. I, yeah, and although I, Moonlight
0: deserved that SAG, but whatever. And I would have thought Janelle Monet for supporting
1: actress because she's probably got the smallest role of the three of them. I think give her time. She's been in two movies in her entire career.
0: Yeah. And both of them are nominated for Oscar for yeah. Best Picture and, and it's hard to tell at this point if she's just – she's it's that she's really charming and charismatic or if she's a really good actress. So, yeah. we, I suppose that's fine to wait on her. And again, I mean, Octavia Spencer already has an Oscar so um, for, from a few years ago from The Help, but um, – She's and you really couldn't put Taraji P. Henson
1: up for Best Supporting, so they'd be campaigning for no. her for Best Lead. Yeah, Although be. I feel
0: like she could easily e- well, sneak why, into that. Well, little. she's better than Meryl Streep in Florence Foster Jenkins. Why is she there? Like Taraji why, P. Henson – Why is you know, Meryl Streep in the Best Actor category? That's – I mean, obviously
1: she's in there yeah, just because she's Meryl Streep. Right, she doesn't have to act in anything she's had, but she's But it's not even for one of her good films. No, that's like, what I mean. She doesn't have to bizarre, make a It's bizarre. They she, nominated her for – August Osage County. Like if she's in a movie in a year, they'll just put yeah, her in it's there. It's
0: ridiculous. Like she has four of these things.
1: She give doesn't else need enough. O- yeah.
0: Seriously. Give someone else a go. And for something, nominate Meryl if she does something deserving, not if she's. Uh, anyway. But that's the thing is that she is always good. Um, right. She's consistent and, and stuff like that. But like she's, yeah. Anyway, just yeah, yeah. It's not. we it it going to have to with that. Yeah. Um. So, sorry. Before we get to best actress, I'll just do supporting. We're doing
1: actor and supporting actor in a supporting
0: role. Um. Which is Mahershala Ali for Moonlight, Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel for Lion, and Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals. Do you know
1: that Mahershala is his nickname? Like, yes, his real name really- is Mahershala
0: Al-Hashbaz. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Um, and he went
0: by that for the first few years of his career. That's just amazing. Yes. Um. That's a lot of name for anybody. Really yeah, it's handled. a biblical character. I can't remember right now what he did, but the, I shared an article on our Facebook page yesterday from The Hollywood Reporter that explains what, who Mahershala Al- Al-Hashbaz, Al- I think I've got that right, is. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, Mahershala Ali should, should win. win this. Absolutely. Should. There is a there's like a tiny chance that Dev Patel will pick it up, but I, I think why is
1: he even nominated for best actor in a supporting role when he was the lead in Lion again? He was the lead, right? Like he right, shared he's the lead only with Sunny Pawar, but yeah, and but Sunny Pawar's in it less than he is, yeah. and Sunny Pawar is is. Sorry, better yeah. in that movie. I have, Dev Patel tries
0: really hard, but it's not his fault. Sonny Pawar had well, a better story. Yeah, I mean, Dev Patel, this is kind of a welcome to the club nomination. Yeah, and it's he, like I, I love we th- Dev Patel. We take, I love Dev Patel. I've been watching him since he was in Skins, which was yeah. his first role, and he is amazing. And um, uh, but this is and a, he's beautiful in it. Yeah, and this is a nomination to say in lions. Not we when he believe a tired, you're a serious actor. Yeah, uh, which is great. But he, uh, but he he won the BAFTA, which makes sense because he's English. Um, but I, yeah, if it's not going to be Mahershala Ali, it's going to be him. I really don't, I really don't want it to be anybody else. Obviously, Lucas Hedges is excellent. Again, this is like a welcome to the club. We think you're a serious actor, Lucas. Michael Shannon was, uh, no one was more surprised by this nomination than Michael Shannon, but Michael Shannon, it's also one of those ones where he's this journeyman character actor who's been Mm. around forever, who's a bit of a character. And like it's sort of a Yeah, you're but those are the guys who dude, always steal it. slap you on the back kind of thing. Yeah, he could steal it. And so and Jeff Bridges, I think, already has one, so He, he was the worst part of Hell or High Water. I know. But yeah, this but, is I the mean, kind of, think But this is the kind of nomination you give to the, the old guy who's doing like a slightly arty film and he's been around forever and he's everyone's friend. But what was it? Who
1: um what what's his name deserves it more than he does for that movie? You know, his partner in that movie. Um <laughs>
0: Yes. Oh, I can't he remember. Was
1: his so name. He was so good in he it. He was good, yeah. And just to give Jeff yeah. Bridges, like that just, yeah. I was like, like, no, but, um, yeah. Obviously, we want Mahershala Ali to win this. He's terrific in general. Anyway, mm. he's also in both Hidden Figures and Moonlight this year. And, um, and he's so good in Moonlight. He mm. casts this shadow over the whole, whole film that kind of – Yeah. Um, and, is, and he's only yeah. in a few scenes and he just steals
0: it. He's yeah. so good. No, he should get this. If anyone else does, I will cry. Yeah. Um, so, actress in a leading role. Plus, Moonlight's up, up, for, up for so many things. Not going to win most of them. Yeah. It has to win this that This is one of the two categories that Mo- Moonlight has a serious chance at. This and Best Picture. Um, are the only real serious chances. Oh, and best adapted screenplay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's not going to get that, I don't think. Um, but that's these are the these are the two best chances for Moonlight. So wrong,
1: it's so wrong. It should win every single category that's up for because it's so good.
0: Maybe we'll get lucky. I don't know. Anyway, I'm fine. I'm going to move on to actress in a leading role, and Isabelle Huppert for L, Ruth Neger for Loving. Natalie Portman for Jackie, Emma Stone for La La Land, and, as discussed, Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. This is such a weird category this mm, year because – Like, th- if you'd asked me four months ago, I'd have been like, yeah, Ruth Negger's got this in the bag.
1: Really? I thought Ruth Negga was b- it just being thrown a bone to even to be nominated in this okay. category. Okay. Well, I just figured
0: it was going to – but I thought Loving was going to be bigger than it was. Um I but she, I love that they did nominate them. Yeah, I don't If you'd, me wrong, I if you'd asked Negger, me four but. months ago, that was, had the most buzz around it because she, Natalie Portman, Emma Stone have had buzz around them about this category for four or five months now.
1: But Emma Stone, I, she was cute in La La Land. Yeah. She did a good job. But like A, there's the singing and dancing problem, which I'm never going to get over. But also B, it's not like she was better than any of the uh, – than like Natalie Portman no. or Ruth Neger or Isabelle Huppert. Like she wasn't. She's probably going to win this and she doesn't deserve this.
0: No, even though she's wonderful and she's talented, this is not like a role that deserves it. Whereas Jackie is really good. Yeah. And I think people just got a bit sick of Natalie Portman because this Oscar campaign almost copied her last one, you know, with being pregnant and all that stuff. I I mean, I don't think she deliberately felt pregnant just as she was about to win an Oscar. I think that was just, you know, coincidental. But it um I think people got a bit sort of like oh no it's too there was a... I don't know why they well, didn't like Jackie that... I don't because it's actually she is good yeah and it's that Hollywood backlash thing that they do yeah um
1: and and they love Emma Stone right, and now, and 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 right shiny, now and they don't love Natalie Portman right now Natalie Portman was new and young and shiny six years ago when she won for Black Swan if there's any chance of anybody taking this from Emma Stone it's going to be Isabelle Huppert who keeps mm-hmm. like surprising people by winning for Elle yeah. which is a rape mo- a movie that's yeah. entirely about her being raped. Yeah. Um, which is pretty depressing, but at the same time she was apparently good in it. Um mm. I'm almost kind of supporting her taking it from Emma Stone, even though I like Emma Stone, because she doesn't deserve yeah. it for La La Land.
0: Yeah. Of all things, the casting was the worst thing in La La. Land. Yeah. Well this this award, um <laughs> leading actress tends to go, I heard someone say, to either an ingenue or a legend and Isabelle power is probably ready for legend status. You know, she's been around forever. She's been working for years and years and years in French film, but everybody knows her and she's well respected and um yeah, that would she would be the only one who could take it away from Emma Stone. It depends. Like I don't think Isabelle Power is even campaigning hard and the old white men of the Academy will probably be like, Oh, but Emma Stone's so cute and sweet. Mm. Yeah. So I I, don't I know. could like rewrite this entire list, I feel like. Just put Taraji
1: P. Henson in there. Some other people. Like it's just such a weird category yeah. this year. And and the people who are getting backlash don't deserve it. And no, like the, Ruth Negga deserves more attention. Well, and Jackie.
0: Um, we haven't seen Loving yet because it's not out here yet. Because we have to wait till March to see it here. Mm. But I, it's the kind of movie where that the Academy would want to reward. Ruth Negga is probably not well known enough, no. just yet. And they didn't campaign
1: hard enough for her. No. And like they, she well, might was, have been. Yeah had a little more talk if they'd campaigned harder and if they yeah. were more interested in it. But
0: Well, I think it's possible that she's not, this is not, you know, Weinstein, so they probably didn't have the money to campaign yeah. for her the way they have for others. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, prob- probably Emma. But, um, yeah, so anyway, let's move on to Best Actor, I guess. yeah. So, we have... There's, is there any point in this? Mm, I think we... Yeah. Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling for La La Land, Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, is <laughs>
1: the outlier, and Denzel Washington for Fences. There's, there's no chance. Nobody
0: else stands a chance Casey Affleck has this in the bag. Which yeah, is unless serving and disgusting. Yeah, but it's true. Unless they decide to give Denzel a second one, I don't think anyone else for Fences though. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to beat Casey Affleck, and like Viggo Mortensen. This is this is like this is bizarre that this movie is up for this, but it's this feels like a Welcome to the Club kind of one. We take <laughs> you seriously as an actor, which is, is which is what it is for Andrew Garfield.
1: Hasn't he been nominated before for what? I Thought he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for something, but maybe, I could be wrong. For,
0: maybe for something foreign, but yeah. I don't know. I'm um, hopeless at yeah, I'm things. not sure. And like Ryan Gosling is so unlikable in La La Land until the last two thirds. <laughs> he's also he's, third, he's worse
1: than Emma Stone in it. Yeah, he doesn't really deserve. I mean, they're just putting that in there because everybody lo- everybody's everybody gar, loves La La, 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 land. la land. Yeah, um, he's not getting that. Andrew Garfield is amazing,
0: but he's not going to win for this one. No, with the Best Actor one, they are often someone who's a bit more established like i know andrew garfield's like 32 or something but he's still sort of yeah but he's just young. been
1: doing spider-man yeah
0: he he's seen as being sort of young and commercial movie star kind of thing whereas I mean, casey affleck's been doing indie film and, and worthy stuff for years yeah um so he's gonna win it i mean it is a good performance but like
1: but i'm sorry but
0: given what happened the best of the year but given that basically you know what happened to nate parker who is in a similar position, and the way that he was just blacklisted? Nate Parker's um, offenses are much worse,
1: though. Yeah, but he was acquitted of his. Yeah, he. Well, yeah, but the guy that also raped the woman wasn't. But you can't. So you, you can't f- tell me there's not no racial element. No, no. I in that. do absolutely believe there's a racial element to it. I'm not just dis- da- um, discounting that or downplaying that. What I'm saying is, what he did was so considerably worse and like the fact that uh, there there really isn't any question that he did it i don't care if he was acquitted that girl killed herself and like the guy who he did it with went to jail but he didn't is bananas there's, there's just no way i mean and casey affleck is i think it's disgusting they shouldn't nominate him no i don't think they should nominate him But at the same time, like, the nature of the offence is really wildly different. Mm. Um, It's awful, but it's really wildly different. Yeah.
0: Anyway, this Um, is a bad one. He's going to win. Yeah. Oh, and we've arrived at Best Picture and we're still under an hour. Go us. Um, The Best Picture nominees, because now they have 10 nominees. Well, I actually was going to just before we get to Best Picture. I'm Mm. mad that
1: there aren't more acting um, nominations for Moonlight and that it didn't win the SAG for Best Group Performance because, Mm. like, Moonlight's acting is so universally good across the board. Yeah, and um, it, the Hidden... performances are so good.
0: And Hidden Figures is a fun movie, but yeah. it's not a great, you know. Set but of also
1: performances across the board, like the performances that I'm just looking at, like Ryan Gosling. I haven't seen Denzel or Vigo, but like Casey Affleck and and the ones that we've seen, Emma Stone, Jeff Bridges, Dev Patel, even like I feel like everybody in Moonlight blows all of those guys out of the water. Mm-hmm. You know. Like you could give it to Ashton Sanders or Trevante Rhodes or yeah. and,
0: Andre Holland well, and they would all deserve it more than some of these Well, that's people. what kills me about Moonlight is that the other actors who – I mean, Mahershala Ali is in has, what, like eight minutes of screen time? Yeah. It's uh, – the, the, the other actors who are also amazing don't, didn't even get a look in.
1: Yeah, and it's such a weird year that they probably could put them in for best supporting for one of them. But then yeah. who would you pick? Like they would have to all be in it. You'd have to give it to – like, all three of them, mm. is there a category for, like, best performance for, from three actors in playing one well, that's role? Because they should
0: get that. Well, that's why the SAGs are so nice, because they have their best ensemble Right. And award. the fact
1: that they didn't win the best ensemble makes me angry. And I do like the – like, I, I appreciate the people in Hidden mm. Figures, and it is a couple of the same people. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like Moonlight – the acting is so good, yeah. and it's been – it hasn't got as much notice as it should have in this category this year, in these categories this year, and I'm, I'm upset about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And La La Land is getting notices for its acting, uh, which was the worst part of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I guess I'll read out the Best Picture nominees. There are nine. Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight.
1: This is the most female producers of any year ever, which is really awesome. We all know that
0: La La Land is probably going to win this. I think Moonlight's going to win this, but
1: – yeah, I will we'll see. I I want Moonlight to win it. I think Moonlight deserves it and I think if Moonlight doesn't win it it's because of racism and like because it's yeah. a black gay movie, um, because it's better than La La Land. Mm. Even if everybody loves La La Land and is like losing their minds over it, Moonlight is better. Yeah. But Hollywood is also kind of losing its mind over Moonlight.
0: Yeah, and this is the one category where they can really reward everyone who's involved, right? Um, because I mean, I get Naomi Harris is up as well as Mahershala Ali, but she's not going to win her category. And so this is a a chance for everyone to reward them. And this is, of course, all of the other categories that it's up for are voted by the individual branch, and this is voted for by all of the branches, which is why I genuinely think Moonlight's going to win. It has actually won the best picture at all almost all of the lead up shows.
1: I know, but th- th- I just am really concerned about the old white men of the academy going. Mm. Oh, we love musicals. Mm. It's so pretty. Emma yeah, Stone's, Stone's so, so sweet. Cute. Yeah, <laughs> like this is and 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 the music. You know, I I get it because I love musicals. Mm. It's just that La La Land is not as good a movie as Moonlight is. Mm. And if it was, I would say so because I love
0: musicals.
1: Yeah. Um, But Moonlight is just yeah. – it is the best movie of this year. It's the best movie that I've seen in years. It's better than probably – it's one of the best movies I've seen in a decade. I haven't seen anything I liked as much as Moonlight since we saw Mad Max, Fury Road. And even that's not as good as Moonlight is. So yeah. Moonlight should win
0: it. but But be prepared for La La Land. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, and nothing else. Nothing else. Is no, going to none be of those have a chance. Like they've all got their fans, but I don't think any of them will be. Well, it's best actually. Picture. It's become a. We. It's become a
1: surprisingly good year for movies,
0: despite the fact that last year was it horrible, felt bad,
1: but and it wasn't. we saw
0: a lot of bad movies. Well, we've seen a lot of these this year. Is the thing? Yeah, that's true. And um, we because because of when Australia gets the arty movies, we don't see them a lot of them till now. Right, and the thing about it is that, um, like. It was a
1: bad year, but the best the best and the brightest were like outstanding, I think. Mm. Um- and something for something like a rival to do as well as it has is really wonderful. It's really wonderful. I mean, the yeah. sci-fi original yeah. movie, um, for it to do this well is
0: great. And you uh, know, yeah, original. I, I know it's an adaptation, but it's yeah. it's not like a, a known property. Yeah. And um, we, we've seen seven of these. We haven't seen Fences, and I don't think we're going to. And we probably will get to Hacksaw Ridge, but it'll be like late. And they're all decent films. We've talked about all of them. We yeah had good things to say about all of them. I didn't love La La Land all that much, but um, but, but that's, I can see that's why the same with La La Land, there. Lion,
1: Manchester Hidden Figures, Hell or High Water, all had problems. But, yep. like, you, they are, you know, they're well-made movies, yep. I think we said about all of them. They they have these strong points. They have good casts. Yep. They have good performances in them. Mm-hmm. Um, They're nicely – they look nice. They're nicely put together. Yep. It really was, like, it ended up being a pretty surprisingly strong year. Mm. It's just that, um, yeah, I wish that La La Land – I, I feel like that the, Damien Chazelle's kind of pulling the wool over people's eyes somehow, you know? Like dazzling yeah. people with the light show and they're
0: not noticing the fact that it's, mm. like, the it's well, that's not why well. Yeah. And that's why I think he's going to – that's sort of what I was getting at when I said he would win director is that he's kind of dazzled people with his technical ability. And he's only but, made two movies. Yeah, the, the bit I don't get is that, like, the lack of – Good singing and dancing. Like I don't have a discerning singing ear and dancing eye the way you do. But even I watch this and I'm like, it eh, could be better, right? Like the the numbers are low energy. You know that even the if singing is not like fancy. It's like really basic singing. It's like a a regular per. It's like someone doing karaoke.
1: <laughs> yeah. What the problem I think is, and Emma Stone was actually on um, Broadway. She was in cabaret. She was too. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that it doesn't give you. La La Land is that like, you know, when they, when Jeremy Jordan hits that high note in Santa Fe or like some you know, you see the dancing and the, the amazing dance mm. number and everything soars, everything lifts, everything mm-hmm. is like, your heart feels like it's going to beat out of its chest and you're yeah. grinning your head off. And th- that's what musicals do, right? They they give you that rush of adrenaline emotion. Mm. Um, and La La Land doesn't have that because the, the singing and dancing is not strong enough. And they try to make up for that in, like, good choreography and directing it fancy and making it look pretty, Mm. but you can't make up for a lack of talent and they're not untalented
0: people but a lack of singing and dancing talent in your lead. I think that energy point is really well made because you think of Good Morning from Singing in the Rain, right? right? And it is amazing energy. Like, it just – it is a rolling number. It does not stop from start to finish. Everyone is moving. Everyone is giving everything they've got to that number. Right. It's, like – to me, that's like the highlight of the film, but it's just like this amazing, amazing piece. And all you can do is watch it, and you can watch that ten or twelve times in a row, and you can see something different every time. And you'd be like, "Oh wow, I didn't notice that she was doing this here." And oh my god, if you watch what Donald O'Connor does in this it, when you watch it through this time, like that is so. That's what you're aiming for. That's your, you know, that's your watermark, your high watermark. And you know, they had to teach Debbie Reynolds to dance for that movie. Yeah, she. They um. were like, she can't sing and she can't dance,
1: but she's amazing. Debbie, well, Debbie Reynolds, I think she could sing. Right, but dancing was the real issue, right. and Gene yeah. Kelly was not happy. No, he was um, cranky about that. And but you know they taught her. Yeah. And they just like, but the other, it's this whole, entire kind of uh, feeling of the movie that's just let down mm-hmm. by, and and that's one one of the reasons why we talk about. Well, the I mean, half and the thing other thing better.
0: I hate about Laland Land is Ryan Gosling's character is such a Smarmy. dick, <laughs> like. Ugh. And racist. He's the worst. The white jazz saviour thing. Oh, yeah. Um, he's just the worst. And, yes, he gets better towards the end, but I just spent – I wanted to throw things at him. I, I feel like movie. if you cast a better actor, like a, a charming actor, it would have
1: actually worked better because it you would have, like, liked him earlier in spite of some of the mm-hmm. things that he was doing because he could could have pulled some of it off more. Oh right. You know what yeah, I yeah, mean? Yeah, like I if they cast somebody who has that ability to be like he's kind of a dick but he's also kind of charming. And then like, like a Robert Downey Jr. obviously he not he's not right for that role but yeah. he's got that quality. Yep. Right. And and somebody who can win you over even when he's doing that sort of thing because you don't know why Emma Stone likes him mm. at any point. Um and and yeah, he gets a lot better towards the end of the movie but Ryan Gosling's performance doesn't actually change very much. No. If you put somebody in there who could do it, he would be better as well. It, it really is just fundamentally comes down to this terrible, terrible casting choice. Mm. And this this purposeful choice by Damien Chazelle to put people in his musical who aren't musical stars. That's what the problem with La La Land comes down to. And they shouldn't be rewarded for it. So... Yeah. moonlight and moonlight doesn't do the only problem that I have with moonlight the only problem is that those guys don't look alike but they can all act so I kind of forgive that yeah it, it annoyed me when I first watched it right it didn't annoy me the
0: second time because I was used to it so yeah and it's probably the best choice for yeah, the material that they have to work with
1: I get that I know yeah. that it's just it's it's really daunt uh, not daunting um what's the word Takes you out of the movie, like when I oh, first right. saw it, I yeah. was like,
0: "There's no way that that teenager grew up to yeah. be this." <laughs> like, there's no And way. they know, the movie knows that, and they make a point of doing the whole, the like saying his name somewhere very early mm-hmm. in each segment, just so you do know. Anyway, um,
1: right, or like
0: mirroring shots,
1: mm. you know, like they did at the beginning of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them to let you know that Graves was Grindelwald. But anyway, <laughs> mm.
0: anyway, I guess, I guess we should wrap up our Oscar show, um, so. We probably won't actually watch the show on Monday because it's on during our workday and also who can be bothered sitting through two hours of entertainment packed into four and a half. I'll keep up on Twitter. Yeah, I'll follow on Twitter. I will follow the dresses because I find that interesting. Much more interesting than I find it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, if you are watching it and you want to tweet at us about stuff, we would love to hear you do that on at screen underscore queen. That's probably where we'll be following. Also on Tumblr tumblr.silverscreenqueens.com we will try and do our best to reblog pictures of people and all that kind of stuff when we can um and yeah so thank you very much for listening if you and i've just given you our our um our social media we're also on facebook facebook.com forward slash Queens. and if you want to read uh some of the reviews katie was talking about today particularly lala land and moonlight they're on her blog silverscreenqueen.wordpress.com i'm back uh, from hiatus i was on hiatus for a month and now i'm back Yes, she is. And if you uh, want to find our old episodes or read the show notes, um, probably not so many show notes for this episode, but read the show notes of any of our episodes, which I put a lot of effort into, and often they contain YouTubes of cool Broadway stuff. The <laughs> La La Land one has so many <laughs> has show notes. and cool stuff. It's just <laughs> um, you can do that on our website, silverscreenqueens.com. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.